Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Straight Talk. An interesting one this is, because of course, I'm at home and we are recording it remotely. Hopefully it will sound like we are all together, but we're not. Uh, no, the powers of technology and the internet has allowed us to record this episode all remotely while we're at home. I'm Nikki Shields and this is Straight Talk. Now, since the lockdown began, it's been rather devastating because we've kind of seen the end of all sport. Well, almost all sport. We've actually seen a huge increase in the amount of virtual gaming that's happening all around the world. And Formulary, of course, have launched its very own race at home challenge where there's a sim race and the Formulary drivers all racing against each other. And it's been really good fun. So do tune in if you haven't seen it yet. But today we're going to be chatting all things esports, kind of talking about, you know, who likes it? Who doesn't? Is it a decent replacement for motorsports? I am really pleased to be joined by some fantastic guests for today's podcast. So please welcome, actually, we're welcoming him back to this one, to Straight Talk. It is, of course, Mahindra Racing's driver, very own Jerome D'Ambrosio. We're also joined by the Mahindra Racing Simulator development driver and 2017 World's Fastest Gamer Champion, Rudy Van Buren. And we've also got Simon Fitchett here with us, who works as a physical and mental coach in sport and has done for decades, and I think has worked quite closely with Jerome over the course of the years. And so hopefully we're going to be getting some tips from Simon. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Jerome, I'm going to kick off with you if we can. First of all, it must be really, really tough lockdown because it looks like you're stuck somewhere. Oh, pretty awful. Just explain to us your surroundings at the moment. <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> thanks, Nikki. Um, hi, everyone. First of all, so yeah, I'm I'm locked on uh, on an island actually outside of uh, Dubrovnik in Croatia uh, called Lopud, and. Um, yeah, I must say that we've been quite fortunate to be uh, to end up being locked down here because uh, I'm able to still train, to still go outside. Uh, I've been able to swim even, and um, that's been good. You know, I speak to my family and my sister. She's in a, you know, in an apartment in 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 Brussels. I haven't been able to get outside and so on. It's definitely a different lockdown for some of my friends or my family, and so I'm I'm really really you know lucky to be able to uh, still spend some time in in nature and and. Oh, very fortunate indeed. We are we are very envious. Um, guys, where are you locked up? Rudy, you're obviously spending lots of time on, on the simulator, but where are you? Holland. Um, and I think we're quite fortunate here as well that we, we can move around quite a lot, actually. Uh, besides the, the shops being closed down for a period and so on, I didn't really notice anything of it. So I think we should be grateful for that. But yeah, like you said, a lot of sim, a lot of sim coaching with, uh, with Tom Cornell mainly. And it's quite filling up the weeks for now. You're quite lucky. You're probably, you're, you know, you're about one of the only sportsmen who can actually continue to practice their sport <laughs> in this situation. Yeah, but next to that, the, the Porsche Carrera Cup Germany season uh, should have started already, which I will be competing this year. So on that front, it's a, it's a pity. But things are moving slowly. So the calendar has been um, shown around inside the team circle. So I think if every, everything goes on a bit, we'll be we'll be racing by September. So, and and Simon, I mean, normally, just explain to us as a sort of mind performance coach, what would a a normal day look like in the old world, and what does your day look like now? For me, 
fortunately not not a huge amount's changed because I'm working a lot in in esports at the moment. So we have a lot of on, online. Well, we have an online racing championship, which uh, I'm I'm helping the guys involved with that, um, as well as the F1 esports championship. So that's all being done remotely at the moment. So I'm able to continue working with them. And I, and I think during this time, that's that's really well. It's it's rocketed basically. It's it's really taken off, and I think a lot of a lot of guys are getting uh, getting involved from inside of F1 and legend retired F1 drivers as well uh, racing every weekend. So that's growing really well. So in in terms of my side of things, not not a huge amount has changed, but obviously I have far less face to face interaction with people, and and that is big. Um, and I think that's that's one of the big things, big challenges that faces us all. Really, the the sudden face to face interaction with people every day, and chatting with people, and being in close proximity of people to sudden suddenly nothing, and being not locked up, but with with the same couple of faces twenty four seven. That has its challenges, and and I think highlights importance the. Uh, the, the how essential it is for for us as humans really to to have sort of face to face interaction with with different people. It's it's part of our social skills and part of our makeup. It is um, very strange. Someone had to uh, come to my house, so we have we've started the race at home challenge, um, which is obviously the Formula E uh, sim racing competition that's taking place at the moment. And I had to have a backdrop fitted just for this you know for the home studio and obviously you know we kept two meters apart and and social distancing etc but it was just really strange to actually see someone yeah. and actually like they came into my house it was very bizarre so it's like get out what are you doing here this is, this is not the normal anymore you do sort of become a i guess um you adapt to the new situation very quickly mm-hmm. but it is i can't wait to get back to normality um but speaking of the race at home challenge uh jerome talk to us how how is it going? Because sim racing, I mean, obviously you as a racing driver spend a lot of time in a simulator, but how does that compare to the rig that you have at home for the virtual racing and how have you been finding it so far? Well, first of all, I think, you know, let's start with um, with the first point. It's a good initiative, you know, and it's for a good cause. And, and that's the most important thing. Secondly, I think that it's great to be able to provide some sort of content for the fans and, uh, and still do something. I think for sure most of us on the grid are not professional sim racers. It's a beast of its own, you know, it's it's quite different. And especially in terms of the feedback that you get. Uh, you don't have a lot of cues from, from the simulator and it's quite different even from the one that we have at Mahindra. So obviously you have the real car, then a simulator, a team simulator is closer to reality. It's the closest thing you can get from reality. And then you have the sim racing at home, which is further away from that. And yeah, I mean, it's, for me, it's it's very different. I've never really done it. It's the first time I have a rig at home. I received it a few weeks ago. Obviously, it's one of these things where you need a lot of hours on it to figure out how to, you know, how to get quick on it and so on and how to get some sort of feeling for it. Uh, but again, I mean, it's it's. I think what is good is that we're still creating some content, we're still racing, and uh, and it's for a good cause. So it's different from reality, but uh, I think it's definitely a good thing to do. It's it's interesting to watch because in the race at home challenge, there are there's the sim racers um, competition, and then there's the Formula E 
competition. And it's quite interesting to watch the difference of these two races. Really, what's your view? Because the, the Formula E drivers, well, they don't really compare to the sim races, do they? They've still got a bit of work to do. Well, I think few of, I mean, you know, our very own Pascal, you know, Pascal Verlein has been, you know, is, is, is doing really great. I think Stoffel and Max Günther as well, these, these, these three are obviously more used to these uh, sim, sim at home or, or, or games or whatever. Perhaps they've done it. It's also perhaps a generation thing, uh, clearly. And then you see the guys like me, like uh, Degrassi, Buemi, uh, even da- Antonio da Costa really, you know, really struggling with it. So I think there's, you know, we can't put all the Formula E drivers in, in, uh, in the same category. I think definitely there's a bunch, uh, and, and I'm part of, of, of them, that struggling a bit more just to get the grips of, of, of this thing. And and then you have two or three, I think, that are actually doing pretty well and, and possibly would, would be able, to, I think, to compete, actually, with the real sim uh, sim racers. But it's not something new. I mean, although the rig that we had in, in Vegas two years ago was was, you know, of lower quality, I think, than what we have, uh, than what we have now, I mean, the, the, the difference were, were, you know, huge between the professional gamers and us. And there's only one or two from the e-driver who themselves like to actually use these simulators at home that were somehow competitive. But the rest of us were, so it's a different thing. It's just a different yeah. one. Rudy, are you, are you impressed then with the performance from, you know, Max Gunter and Stoffel Van Dorn? Well, I think you can see the, the, the generation thing. Uh, all the younger guys, doesn't matter what racing class it is, pick up the simulator stuff a lot more easy. They're used to it. They struggle less with uh, with the lack of feel coming through that bum. Am I impressed? Yeah, they're doing well. Uh, we've had some races over the past weeks as well where they competed against us. Uh, then then they're still a bit off, but they're getting closer. So that's that's good to see. As for the rest, I think the, um, it's a good initiative that formerly is doing this. But I do hope some of the real-life drivers, um, well, how do you say this nicely? Stop crashing. I'm not going to say it nice. It's just going to be you. <laughs> um, so because the last few weeks, the, the the first few laps have been terrible. And I think in real life, they, they hit each other a bit and you get away with it. But in sim racing, there's one thing called net code, um, which is difficult. And then, then people comment like, yeah, I can do this in real life. And like, yeah, but this is not real life. You're driving a virtual version of your car um, and you should not see it as the same thing. But overall, I do think sim racing in general is also being given a spotlight now. And also gets more appreciated by the older generation. And some of them might even pop into the sim a bit more as well in the off-season. Overall, it's, it's, been a, it's been a bonus for everything. And, and as um, you know, Simon pointed out, it's been brilliant to see the likes of, you know, Emerson Fittipaldi out of retirement and back racing in the sim world. I mean, who would have thought? And doing well as well. And, you know, he's still, still got it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I wanted to say that it's, it's amazing to see those names jump in and also the uh, the race all-stars who have made, made it possible um, also by separating them from the rest. Initially, there, there was one big bunch of people going to the same final and then you could really see the, the pace difference and so on. But now they uh, they took the generations apart. We, we get really cool races. And with the names on the grid there, I think uh, everybody is astonished what's, uh, what's been pulled off. And the, and the grid's even growing. I'm literally sitting next to Tom Cornell's house right now to prepare him for the coming race there as well. So they're taking it serious. And that's uh, so, crazy. So how do, how do you, other than, you know, just putting time in on the sim, uh, how do you help um, these races prepare? Where, where, where can they improve? What tips, in fact, would you give Jerome? That's off the record. 
That's on no. the record. <laughs> no, no, no. It's good seat time. Uh, if you take a race into a real car, he will struggle uh, because he gets feeling in places where he's never been used to it and the opposite way as well. And it just takes time to get used to it. And in the end, yes, the controls are the same as a real car, but the impressions are way different. So mostly it's, it's taming them down initially. If I take Tom as an example here, he's missing corners, oversteering everywhere. And the, the one comment here the whole time is, oh, the real car doesn't do this. Like, hey, this is not the real car. Pull your finger out <laughs> before you're driving and get these things quick around the track as possible. And we're actually up to the point now where we're using data logging and so on, because that's the, the way the, well, maybe let's say the old generation's used to improving. They see lines in the screen and they know what to do. So that's what we've been working ah, on. So okay. Yeah, big steps of improvement. It's, it's interesting what he's saying, because definitely I think, you know, one part of where I struggle is I always feel, you know, I'm going to get the lap time on the brakes and stuff. And then, you know, I, I make a mess out of it. It's uh, most of the time. And then, uh, and yeah, so tuning it down, but, but yeah, I mean, then sometimes I feel like I tune it down too much. I think he's right. You know, play, you know, seat time is probably one of the things that is, that is important. Like for everything, you don't become good at something just by, uh, you know, by watching TV, uh, unless you want to be good at watching TV. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so, um, so yeah. It's interesting because I can kind of sense a bit of frustration on both sides, right? You're obviously frustrated that not getting the lap times that you want because I know you are putting in the time, the practice time. And then, really, I sense there is a frustration from your side being like, why can't these drivers get better? <laughs> I think it'd be, the, it'd be the same the other way around as well. If, if uh, it'd be the same if, if Jerome was coaching Rudy in the Porsche. I think it'd be be quite similar where you know that and that's that's where this this sort of respect comes from both sides and 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 as Rudy rightly said it it's it, it's ours you need you need hours of of seat time to adjust to it to be honest also the perspective i mean i don't know maybe i speak for myself obviously you know there's a generation of drivers like you know as i say like let's say the 30 plus or around 30 it's difficult to see a perspective in putting i mean you need to put some of the guys and Rudy i think will 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 back me up on this one is hours and hours and hours on the rig. And obviously, you know, putting hours on the rig when you see a perspective beyond another four races in, in e-racing is, uh, is, is, you know, it's a different thing than saying, look, I'm going to do these another four or five races and then that's it. And, and my job as a race car driver is, you know, driving the car in, in, in Formula E on the track. And that's actually where I really want to be good. And I think there's perhaps also a clash of, of, of worlds with, with guys that really take it like, you know, seriously, because it's perhaps part of also the future, but a future that they can, you know, that, that they can see that they can look forward to where, you know, there's a generation was like, you know, our reality as race car driver never embraced sim racing beyond preparing for a real race weekend, uh, which in Formula E, it's not even really for performance, uh, but Rudy works with us quite, you know, quite a lot can 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 um knows that it's it's preparing for the energy management that's really what we're trying to figure out on the sim so i think also the lack of perspective with sim racing on the beyond this this championship uh, i think perhaps that's what it makes it difficult for someone to say okay i'm going to sit and do seven hours a day of sim or three hours a day mm. i mean now that obviously <laughs> 
there is no sport to watch really at the moment other than sim racing. And, you know, a lot, it's getting a lot of views now. Do you think the perception of sim racing has changed and maybe we've got more traditional racing fans watching it as well as the sim racing fans? And do you think we're going to start to maybe see more of the younger generation wanting to become sim racers? A lot of like you say, I think it's content creation and it's good to create content. Having said that, you know, it's true that the, the, the past few races have not been the cleanest races. You know, that emphasized the fact for the public that these guys can do whatever they, 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 they want in a sim and nothing happens. And it's, it's, it's part of it's It's not the reality. I think that there's, of course, is a part of gamers around the world and people who really enjoy uh, gaming and, and, and sim racing and so on that really um, like it. And then there's another part of people who are like, well, it's it's nice, but it's not the real thing. These guys can crash, nothing happens. They can, you know, and and uh, and so on. I mean, I don't. I'm going to show a quick video. I mean, it's not that you know, it's always clean. This is exactly the same start in Monaco, first year or second year of Formula E. Uh, look, <laughs> I think it seems pretty similar than what we had. Uh, than what I mean, crashes happen in real life as well, but there are definitely consequences to it. And that's not the case in, 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 in sim racing, which is why sometimes it, it might seem that it's getting a little bit more silly from the outside. And some people, I know that the feedback of some, of some people is like, well, that's not something that, that we enjoy seeing too much. Um, and really for anyone, because I'm sure there are going to be a few uh, sim racing, um, well, those that maybe want to become sim racers listening at the moment, do you have any sort of top tips if, for those wanting to become a professional sim racer? Expect to put in a heap of time. I think sim racing the last few years has evolved a lot. Even after when I won World's Fastest Game in 2017, I kind of stepped out of the sim world because I got the Formula One sim job. I went to events and so on. I couldn't really compete in championships. But since that time, there's, there's money involved in sim racing a lot more than it used to be. And that causes one thing people to go fully professional on it doing so they are putting between eight and ten hours a day seven hours a week so the level is ridiculously high it's 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 almost to a stupid level and i'm glad to see that some competitions don't announce a certain track and car combination until one day prior to the race because if you give the top sim racers at the moment a finger they're going to take your whole hand and they're going to practice for a week straight ten hours a day for a race that lasts 15 minutes so if you're up to that point, if you, if you think you can commit to it in that kind of way, then you can make it into sim racing. If not, might consider keeping it as a hobby. Because for some of them, it's not hobby anymore. It's becoming work and it's literally their income. So it's, the sim world is, 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 is changing. That said, real life teams are appreciating it more. Uh, it's getting more spotlights. Uh, the current situation with all the races will give it more spotlight in the future. So it, can become some of them a stepping stone into the world. Um, but as always, more won't make it than actually will. But if you if you've got the motivation to put in that time and think you can you can you can step out of the group and be better, get a wheel, don't go over the top straight away. Start with some Fanatec CSL kind of equipment. So it's it's doable if you have your normal normal job in the weekend. So you can afford it yourself and start chipping away and putting in the time. 
Yeah, as you said, I mean, that is an incredibly huge commitment, the the hours that you're talking about there. It really is, you know, it turns into a full-time job pretty soon. Um, Simon, what, um, you know, you've spent so many years working with racing drivers and helping them, I suppose, to get them right at the top of the competition using mind skills. But how can you coach drivers in this current situation when we're under lockdown so that they can maintain this edge? Well, I think, I think first and foremost, we have to, the, the brain is, although it's, it's scientifically, it's not a muscle, but it has a lot of similarities to a muscle. So if we want a muscle to work at its optimum, uh, we've got to work that muscle. And it's exactly the same with the brain. So if, if we're entering, lo- when we enter lockdown, you know, the, the sort of daily stimulation that our brains would have went from a high level, especially with with racing drivers, with what they're doing with their engineers and race preparation and everything like that, as well as the media and their whole whole schedule, it's suddenly gone to zero, and that is is something that is is very challenging. And it's, we take a professional footballer, for example, if you took a football off him for three months, and then after three months, go there, you go. They're, they're not going to have the sharpness and and that sort of skill that they had three months prior. So. It, if you look at it like that, it's, it, that, that makes it more of a simple way of understanding how important it is to keep our minds active during this, this time of lockdown. And everybody's different. Every, everyone has to try to work out what works for them to stimulate them in the right way. Um, we know for certain that uh, physically training is, is going to help. If you keep working on your fitness and, and keep doing the things that you do during the season anyway, that's going to help you mentally to an extent and then you've got to look at other things to try to help keep those levels of daily stimulation up rather than just sit and watch box sets and and people sitting online looking at their instagram all the time that is not productive um, especially when you're at the level that these guys are at where they need to almost you know be, they need to consider their competitors and they want to be doing more than them during this time to try and when everything does restart be that slight step ahead of them so, Jerome, what have you been doing to keep that edge going? Like Simon said, you know, I, I think I've never been training so much uh, in the last five or six years uh, because being in one place, at, you know, at, without traveling allows my, uh, my body to get, um, allows me to get the right amount of sleep every night, you know, get a routine, uh, eat properly, you know, and, and really I'm training, you know, roughly I'm, I'm swimming 10K a week. I'm uh, going running. I've got three sessions with a trainer that I, that I found here uh, on, on, on the island. That's not my trainer, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I've adapted to that. And I really, you know, I will do every day something. I take one day rest a week and, and the rest I'm, I'm on it. I've tried, like, like Simon said, you know, I've tried to stay active as well mentally. And I've, of course, the, the same is, is one way to do it. And I'm, I'm nowhere near putting, to be honest, putting the hours. Uh, and, and this is a personal thing, you know, it, it's, it's just uh, it's just me. But I'm not putting eight hours a day, uh, seven days a week on, on it. I've practiced a bit, you know, a bit every day, but not to that extent because I want to do other things as well. I don't know. I, I personally feel like sitting in, in, in behind a game for eight hours a day, like a Maybe I'm a bit old school, but it's it's kind of stepping in this virtual world, and 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 I don't I don't find a lot of gratification uh, out of that because in the end, for me, it remains a game. But this is personal, you know. I re- totally respect that some people see it differently, but to me, it's 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 playing video games eight hours a day, and and to a certain extent, it's it's so different as well from what I'm doing that it's good to do it a little bit. I mean, it's good to do it, but it's not 
training. I can't wait, for example, to get out of lockdown and to be able to go go karting because that is, you know, really close from from reality. That's the best training. And and before we're getting back in the season, that's something I'm going to do. And uh, and and that's going to really keep me sharp, muscle wise, you know, mental wise. Because what you don't get also in the sim, and it's quite interesting. It's probably the thing I I struggle the most is perception of depth. So the impression of speed and, and, and so on, I, I don't really get it. So, yeah, I mean, I've done obviously a bit of sim. I've also done some, uh, I've, you know, educated myself. I've, I've started um, a course, online course. Um, oh, to, in what? Um, I, well, I, I did a global, um, global business course in Harvard online. And, um, and now I've, I've subscribed to a new one also in the same, uh, same university. Just because it's a few, again, there, it's, it fills my day. It's a few, you know, it's maybe two hours a day, but it works my head. It works my brain. It makes me think out of the box, you know, think, learn something new. And it's perhaps no different than listening to an engineer who speaks. And you have to also have that type of discussion with, with, with your engineers. So in the end, it's, yeah, I'm trying really to get a mix of training, physical training, get my brain to be stimulated and, and, and challenged and to learn something new. And then, uh, and then some sim racing as well. You're doing all the right Excellent. things, Joe. That's all, Sounds- all the right well, things. Well, I, I, sp- I spent a year with you, Simon. <laughs> I know <laughs> what you're doing. That, that, that set you up for this. That's, that, that's, that's why you're so happy and smiling. <laughs> yeah, it's nothing to do about being on an island in Croatia. No, I think, no, I think no. what's important for me is, is we're locked down, but I don't want to see this as it's, it's a lockdown and it's difficult for everybody, but I want to turn this into an opportunity. And, and not into something there's always in a difficult situation there's always an opportunity to turn thing into something and to do something that you would that you're interested in that you wouldn't really have normally the time to do or or whatever it is and 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 that's what's important and of course i'm having weekly although we're not driving i'm also having weekly conversation with with the engineers and keep up you know, to date with what the team is, is on. So I'm actually really busy, but in one place. And, and, and so I've been able to, yeah, to really maximize my, uh, my time efficiency. That sounds great. And um, have you been listening to any podcasts or really any books that you can share with us? No, I've been, I've been in books, <laughs> I've been in books and, and stuff, but kind of, you know, to learn, uh, to learn something, uh, something different. So yeah, there was a there was an interesting podcast from uh, from Julian and uh, thing about oh, yeah. um, Julian Jacoby. I don't know if you heard about it, but uh, that's that's about it. The rest I've been, uh, as I said, I've been uh, studying, training, and and sim racing. So Julian Jacoby um, has done a podcast. I think it's the F one podcast um, and a really long interview about his career as um, a driver manager for gosh, how many years has he been doing it? I don't. Know. <laughs> He's not, he's not exactly I better not, young, I better not guess. <laughs> yeah. He's been doing it for many years. He used to look after Ayrton Senna and now looks after Jerome D'Ambrosio from one big and, name and, to another. And, and others, and others. Uh, but, oh, um, many others. And many yeah. others. But, but yeah, I think more than, more than 30 years. So, you know. Yeah, incredibly, um, yeah, uh, experienced man in, in the world of motorsport. Um, Simon, I have another question for you. I want to know why... Do I go from one minute? I am loving lockdown. It's the greatest thing. I'm cherishing these incredible moments with my family. I've had a really productive day to 
the frustrations of lockdown. It's driving me mad. I'm climbing up the walls. I want to throw my laptop across the room because the audio is not working on my Zoom call. Um, why, why does this happen? Why do we go from these highs and lows? And, and how can we um, stop that from happening? Well, I think <laughs> and if you think about it, if you take in, you know, pre-lockdown, we, we all go through highs and lows all the time anyway so this is true yes it's more magnified in no situation. comment on being an emotional woman okay <laughs> no i won't say anything uh, no I, th- I think um you, you have to it, it does be because there's you've got less variety and and stimulation going on in your everyday life it, it, it's all everything's almost magnified so it's brilliant to absolutely during these times to take the the positives out of everything having time with family is something you don't get every day normally so it's it, it's something that we can take the positive out of that then you look at the other side where you know when like i said earlier we've got no sort of one-to-one interaction or facial interaction with our friends colleagues and everything and that that makes it uh very challenging and our, our moods can can go from one level to another level very quickly and and i've even found myself you know my my mood swings have have, have been sort of i i find myself getting angry sometimes over things I wouldn't normally but you know sometimes we have too much sleep and and everything's changing and and I I I honestly say to a lot of people that I talk to about this is 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 use this time to help you improve your self-awareness become more in tune with yourself and how you're feeling because as I said everything's being exaggerated during this time we we feel so much more of what's going on because normally in everyday life we're concentrating on so many things the time goes by so much quicker and when we're thinking of things to do, and, and again, with what Jerome was saying earlier on, not everyone is like Jerome. Not everyone has that level of commitment and dedication and desire to work on things to improve in different areas as well. Some people will probably be listening to this going, wow, how does Jerome do that? I don't find the energy or the or the sort of gumption to, to go and do that. So I'm sort of, I don't know what to do. So so Jerome's, I would say, at a level where, that, that's what I said at, at the beginning, you know, the, I know him, He's he's not someone that would, sit there and just let this time consume him. And he's gone out and done done various different things to improve his knowledge in different areas. And these are all things that I would suggest to, to lots of people, you know, do simple things, go and, go and find new hobbies to do. I think you, you, inside. you mentioned that yeah, that's a great phrase. The time just consumes you. It does. I mean, you know, I, I, I've got a long list of things that I, I, I really would like to do. Um, but of course, it gets to the end of the day and I haven't done any of them. How do you go from that? OK, this is what I want to achieve um, to actually like Jerome is getting it done. Make a make a list of the things you want to, to get done each day and and stick to them. And yeah, there's during this time, it, it should be easier for you to get those things done, depending on what other commitments you've got obviously if you're if you're in full <laughs> lockdown or p- some people are furloughed and they actually cannot work they're in a situation yeah. where they are crikey what do we do we're, we're all lucky we're we're still doing various bits and bobs of work um mm. and which helps us pass the time quicker but there are people out there who literally are not allowed to do it. there's people who have gone and um volunteered and and things like that but there are people sat at home going i'm not allowed to email otherwise you know i've effectively worked and then you know, I put the put the company in trouble. They have to literally switch off from everything. So it's the, those guys. I think um, no, I feel for because it, it, and, and they're the people who need need the most support. And are there any sort of like books or podcasts or anything that you would recommend listening to, or is it just really dependent on the individuals 
I guess, preferences and choice of what they want to start doing. Uh, absolutely. It, uh, it depends what their interests are. Obviously, now, as from today, we're we're allowed to go outside more. Um, I would absolutely say, especially when we've had, we've, we have been really lucky with the weather here in the UK. So we have been able to get out for our one part of exercise a day. And now we're allowed to go out more, go outside. Don't don't stay in the house. Now we're allowed to go outside more and do more sports with someone within the same household. And, um, you know, there's, there is people being saying about this gray area and can we do this? At the end of the day, we have to use our sense of humor of common sense and our own intelligence to 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 work out what is right and and what what is wrong but sounding like boris johnson there simon uh right that, that is not good <laughs> no but it, 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 no i'm only joking we have to we, we have to use this time to develop ourselves and and mm-hmm. like i said become more in tune with ourselves and yeah put ourselves into you know basically the the magic happens always when you st- step outside of your comfort zone we're all out out of our comfort zone at the moment some of us are lost don't, lost don't know what to do that's when we we find things that help us move move forward and help us develop ourselves absolutely so on that note i would like to end this podcast with each of you giving me one sort of point what in terms of like thing when it comes to personal development can you take from being in lockdown jerome do you want to kick off you know what lockdown also forces you to do and 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 our normal life often doesn't especially you know nowadays which is you know fast paced always traveling around and everything one thing that lockdown forces you to do is to be with yourself you know and have some time to, to think about things and 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 a lot of people are actually you know very uncomfortable with silence for example because you're just there with yourself and there's nothing to do necessarily and so you just have to to listen to 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 whatever you know might might you might not be at ease with or whatever a lot of things surface and 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 you know and that's an opportunity i think to identify to learn about yourself and to try to address these things in in whatever way you can one thing that I that I cannot imagine is is looking at time and say waiting for something to happen and just you know there's this this uh, this French expression say oh, I need to kill a bit of time and I I really dislike that expression because you don't you don't you make the most out of every minute that you get given I think that's really important so yeah I think what what you can do is just you know listen to yourself whatever might be uncomfortable whatever it is and try to address whatever comes to your mind. Um, because I believe it's important sometimes to calm down and to be at peace with yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've enjoyed managing to spend a bit more time with yourself. That's good. Um, Simon, what would you say that you've taken from all of this? I, I think all the Jerome's points are, are very good. Um, I think, uh, yeah, learning to to be at peace in your own company if if you are feeling lonely, especially especially people who who live alone. And I, and I think for me. Um, Work-wise is is just always on the go, and then you have a young young child. When you get home, you want to spend time with them, and then the day's gone, and the next day starts. and And my my fitness basically disappeared. And during this lockdown, I've got back out on my road bike again, and been doing doing plenty of of uh, of cycling, which is, or you know, makes me immediately feel better. I know for me, I need to have my fitness levels up for me to to be functioning fully in the way that I do. And I think that's, that's really helped uh, a lot. And, and uh, I think not taking things for granted, you know, things can change so quickly. No one saw this coming. It's a new experience for everyone and things can change in a second. And we have to be prepared for it and, and also 
look after those around us who who are struggling you know we can see people smiling but we don't know what's going on behind their their smiles yeah absolutely okay so the power of fitness and also uh, making the most of what we have thanks simon and, and really to finish it off what would you say you've you've taken from this as a positive in lockdown i think for me personally it's mostly about appreciating the freedom we normally had which i always took for granted like simon said always on the go everything's normal you go from plane to plane from country to country and all of a sudden you're stuck at home and i'm even in a, in a country where we've not been really stuck i'd say but i needed to go to belgium last week and that was a struggle i needed a special waiver to cross the border like, what the hell never been used to these kind of things so i think as soon as the the lockdown in all the countries around us get taken off um people appreciate it more when you're able to go on holiday holiday to the other side of the world when you can work outside of your own country and just take it take it everything less for granted that's happening that's my main thing from this possibly because like i said our lockdown in holland has not been as strict as on the other sides so it's more what actually happening around the country than what i'm actually facing myself but i can't wait until we we can move normally again because it's <laughs> we're not using proper border to a different country without uh yeah. without special papers <laughs> yeah exactly i don't just can't wait to go to my parents house <laughs> and well really um, thank you very much yeah i completely agree enjoying the freedom to travel and, and move around is definitely something we will never take for granted again for me i have just loved though not having to pack a suitcase oh it's amazing <laughs> my bedroom has stayed tidy for two months it's incredible guys thank you so much it's been really really interesting to talk to you um you know in these strange lockdown circumstances and i'm glad that we're all taking positives from it but also i know we all cannot wait to get racing again very soon uh, make sure you do catch uh, jerome d'ambrosio will obviously be racing in the race at home challenge every saturday and to, until the 6th and 7th of june with the grand final um really when can we catch your next race this saturday the race all stars with the formula v8 at a track that's luckily not been announced until 24 hours prior to the event that's that's all I'm doing at the moment. I stepped away from a full-on active sim career, which he did after 2017. So um, it's just these planning events, and uh, the first one is the Saturday. Wicked. Well, good luck for that race. And um, yeah, thank you all again. Stay safe, stay at home, and uh, we will be back with another episode of Straight Talk very soon.